Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures, one million percent wearing the same gear as yesterday. The same TC Paintball hoodie, which Rick loves. Rick from TC Paintball. But I'm like, I don't even care. I'm warm. Who gives a rat's ass? I was just talking to my wife. I go, you know how rare it is that I actually wear pants. It's become just comfy clothes. I might as well be wearing pajamas. Are you a pajama or a pajama person? I have never been a pajama. But I think I could actually become a pajama person if convinced for the right payment. Uh, Okay. I uh, appreciate you guys so much for being here at Daily Show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studios, where we do it. Uh, Venturing out today. First of all, let me just say this. I've been letting out uh, Jackie's dog, Cece, for like two and a half weeks. She's been getting her car fixed. So... The dog needs to be let out. Typically, Justin would go home from his work. He doesn't work that far, but they're down to one car. So Jackie likes draw. Uh, she drops Justin off of work, and then she goes way across town. So no to let the dog out. Grandpa, grandpa's got grandpa's got to let the dog out. So um, that's been my thing. And it's like when this ends, I think Wednesday is the last day that I have to let the dog out. I love the dog. The dog's fantastic. This is a dog I was telling you about that goes crazy. When it sees other dogs. Um, But I'm so used to it now. It's like the hour or so it takes to drive there, let the dog out, drive back. I'm going to have so much more time. I've like uh, incorporated it into my day. I've become institutionalized to do that job. But uh, also part of today, I have to venture out with our beloved nfk actually we have to venture out today and tomorrow tomorrow is yes covid slash flu shot day um i am kevin and i no more bear for kevin the nfk and i will be the first two michiganders to get the bivalent covid shot nobody is getting this thing And I'm telling you, we could very well have another spike if we're not careful. But I'm all about it. This will be my now fifth COVID shot. Fifth. I kind of want it to be every other day that we get one. I, I That would make me happy. So we are headed out tomorrow to get COVID shots and flu shots. I'm all about it. I am team COVID shots. Put it in my body. I don't care how you do it. Get it in there. I want it. Give it to me. Today, though, we are headed out uh, to get him measured for a suit. Literally, it's going to be like we go to the place, get measured for for the suit. He gets the suit for Jackie's wedding. And he could, in theory, just take the suit and throw it in the garbage because he won't wear it again. Well, maybe he'd wear it again. Uh, 
if there's like another uh, reason to wear it. So I, I, I should be just ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. So he's getting uh, measured for the suit and going to buy a suit. Guy hasn't bought a suit in forever. I don't know if he's ever bought a suit, but we are headed to the, um, uh, we're going to go to the men's warehouse. Now I would go to this, uh, place. It's like a boutique, not far from me. It's right across the street from Johnson's carpet, one floor and home. All right. And, um, but it's like, it's super expensive. And I'm like, eh, you don't need to pay that much money for this shit. Um, so we're going to go there, men's warehouse, get a suit. Uh, the thing about men's warehouse is you go there, you get the damn suit and they're like, Oh my God, you know what you need though? Don't you? You need some accessories. How about this pocket square? Wouldn't you like these suspenders? Oh man, a bow tie would really tie this all in together. Nah, it's like, you know, when you buy a car. And uh, you get to that point where you're like, all right, this is the car I want. And they go, yeah. But you know, you also need uh, us to spray the underside of the car to protect it from rust. Oh, and you also need uh, this. And you need this extended warranty. And you need this. And you need that. It's like, nah, no, I don't. I don't need that. And they're like trying to make you, uh, give you the impression that the second you get the car off the lot, if you don't have all this shit, the car is going to fall apart. Cufflinks. Sean writes, yes. Oh, my God. No, we don't need cufflinks. Thank you, though. So that's uh, part of today. We are, are busy as can be. I've got an edition of Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia as uh, Dale will take on uh, for a $25 prize. We'll take on Brian C. Dude last week uh, won the 75 bucks. So uh, we're back to uh, a starting jackpot of $25. Dale taking on Brian. Brian already said, if I win, I want that money to go for uh, uh, puppies. Puppies in a box. Harbor Humane. And I'm like, well, that's very, very kind. In fact, we're going to talk about the puppies in a box right now because uh, puppies in a box, that story has taken off. And if you, if, okay, here's how you, how you make a story, how a story takes off. First of all, happy ending. If puppies in a box uh, resulted in zero alive puppies in a box, and this is not something anybody wants to hear. But the puppies in a box are all okay. And now, good news. People Magazine on board with the story, Puppies in a Box. You a good puppy. You ain't sassy. You don't lick me in the face, sass nasty. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Don't stop. Don't stop. Bounce with it. Chris says, if they ever find the POS that abandoned those puppies, <clears throat> there'll be a, uh, a a lynch mob. And you're not kidding, man. If if you're the guy or the chick that decided to take puppies in a box and just toss them out into the elements on a cold, rainy, wet day, the hello, baby. 
You better keep that shit to yourself. If no one knows that, you don't ever want to um, say, like if you start to feel bad and you have a best friend, let's say you're some guy and you uh, you took the puppies in a box, uh, don't stop, don't stop, bout with it, and put it out in the rain and you're the only one that knows. For the love of God, don't tell anybody. Just chalk it up as a failure, decision-making on your part. Puppies are now fine. It all worked out. But don't tell anybody. Because if you tell even one person, you're going to get the Linda Tripp scenario. And that person is going to talk. And like a virus, it's going to spread. And the next thing you know, everyone's going to beat the shit out of you. You're going to be dead. Are you kidding me? You don't fuck with cats, babies, and dogs. Well, any, any animal for that matter, especially puppies. Puppies in a box. You took eight puppies, took them away from their mommy. They probably not even weaned. And just threw them in a box, you asshole. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking terrible. But now the story is, uh, you know, we talked about it on yesterday's show. I got the news firsthand from Harbor Humane. Allison at Harbor Humane, she reached out. She goes, you won't believe this. Some asshole put eight puppies in a box and uh, uh, the Ottawa County Sheriff, some some good Samaritan saw the puppies in a box, called the sheriff. Sheriff brought the dogs to Harbor Humane. It was very kind. Good. Perfect. And they, uh, they, they went ahead and... Um, Tried to warm the puppies up. Two of them were a little bit uh, critical care, but uh, they have been upgraded now. I just found this out. I've been checking with Allison uh, regularly, saying, "How are the puppies in a box? Don't stop! Don't stop! Bound with it." And she said they are um, coming around. Uh, numerous an army of volunteers for Harbor Humane foster dogs. All right, so that is um, that is great. Allison writes, um, our behavior manager was checking her puppy cam at work today and they were playing with each other. So hopefully that means the one is feeling better. With the uh, added attention after I found out about it on Sunday and then we talked about it, uh, somebody on Fox 17 saw the Harbor Humane uh, Facebook page. Excuse me, I don't know what my problem is. (coughs) Oh, God. Posted the story. What TVA got on? Uh, People Magazine on the website got on. That is good. That is good that the uh, attention is out there. Um, In a weird way, it has worked out positively. So all of these puppies are now okay. Someone asked, what type of puppies are they? We don't know. They look. Uh, very fluffy. I'll say that. Uh, the way the markings lay out and the blend of the of the colors and the dark face, it appears some type of shepherd, uh, German shepherd dog is involved. But no one knows. I think this is a new breed called Box Puppy. 
Harbor Humane is asking for donations to help cover the cost of caring for the puppies and for anyone with information on who may have abandoned the pets to reach out. You see, Harbor Humane, you don't know about this, but they've got an entire faction of commandos. So if anyone has information on who may have abandoned the pets and you can provide that, they will dispatch the Harbor Humane commandos who will then beat the shit out of whoever left the puppies in the rain. That is all a lie. I can't even hang on to that for any amount of time because it's so ridiculous. Meanwhile, in its Facebook post about the dumped puppies rescue, Harbor Humane Society reminded its community the shelter is there to help pet parents struggling to care for their animals. They could the, these dogs could very easily have been dropped off. If you were to go there to Harbor Humane, it says, "Hold on. Don't just drop your box of puppies off here. Call this number and someone will help you." But some asshole is too stupid to do that and just left the puppies out in the uh in the elements. Uh Those puppies in a box, don't stop, don't stop, bound with it, are incredibly lucky that someone found them. Uh, I was uh, I was watching a story, it might even have been in this, that said that um, if those puppies had had to stay out the night, they would have died. It would have gotten cold enough, and they're wet, they would have been hypothermed, and they would have, uh, the body temperature would have fallen, and then they would not be bouncing in the box anymore. They'd be croaked in the box. Quote, we never want to see an animal abandoned and truly will never turn away a person or pet in a real emergency, even when we are bursting at the seams, Harbor Humane Society shared. The shelter also noted that the puppies rescued from the storm are not available for adoption since the canines are still recovering from their ordeal. They will be available eventually. They're only four weeks old, little buggers. Holy shit. Also... People was uh, People Magazine was nice enough to point this out, and this is actually very good for Harbor Humane. Um, according to the, according to Harbor Humane, this from uh, People.com, the shelter is currently dealing with capacity issues as more animals come in and fewer are adopted. All right. At the beginning of this month, the organization noted on social media that they have 207 cats and 45 dogs on site and 160 cats and 45 dogs in foster care. Wow. For a total of 367 cats and 90 dogs. We just can't keep up. The nonprofit said in a Facebook post on November 2nd. We are facing the consequences of COVID, of surgery being halted early in the pandemic, and of vet practices having limited operations for the longest time. So it's it's weird because they did that on November 2nd. Um, and then November 6th, I believe, uh, the puppy dogs in a box, don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it, emerged which in a way has brought an unbelievable spotlight to Harbor Humane on a national level. All of the people that are covering the story, that's all very, very important 
the more people that are aware of what's going on there, the more someone might be like, you know what? We could use a dog. Let's go there and adopt one. And that's all these people do there for, uh, is, uh, they, they live just to get pets taken care of and then get them into homes. So that is in a way, these dogs, uh, in a box, the puppy dogs in a box, uh, box, don't stop, don't stop, bounce with it. They were like, all right, we'll let, we'll, we'll be the uh, ones to get wet. And uh, in, a, in a weird way, we'll draw attention to Harbor Humane. It all ends up working out. And, uh, you know, the, the dogs were like, we'll be uncomfortable for half a night. And they sure were. But now they're okay. So, um, yeah. I, and it's crazy because Sunday, when I talked to Allison from Harbor Humane about these dogs before the story um, kind of became a viral story, uh, I said, and you know, this is a perfect opportunity. We should probably have a conversation because I know you have a lot of, um, you're bursting at the seams because I read the Facebook post, but it like didn't register with me. Hey, maybe you should help them out. So I guess my point in all of this is if you want a kitty cat or you want a dog, this is the place to go. You can choose from one of 90 dogs. Oh my God. And one of 367 cats. Yes. Uh, numerous people saying, hey, Eric, it sounds like you could get a, you should get some more pets. And it's like, you know, I think I'm already breaking some type of uh, HOA rules here with the four that I have. So unfortunately, it, uh, no, I cannot take in any more pets. But what a damn story my god and i can just now you know that the person who just pitched the box of dogs out onto the street uh north of holland michigan i uh i i can't even imagine what type of um uh accommodations are being set up for you in hell right now My only hope is that someone now there, there, there is no, unless you're just incredibly stupid. Unless you're just so dumb. My God, man, somebody needs to get their ass kicked. If the person comes forward to Harbor humane and says, all right, this is me. And uh, in order to pay a penance, uh, I'm going to let anybody pay $100 to Harbor Humane to punch me in the stomach for a whole day of stomach punching. Would that help you out? Yes. Okay, great. Let's do it. Jesus. Cannot imagine what... Uh, I'm trying to put my... Uh, myself and understand what's going on in the mindset of someone who would do something so horrible. Um, and I, I, I can't quite wrap my brain around it. What the fuck? All right. I promised myself I'm going to stay on time today. So I want to remind you folks that are watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube that in order for you to see the full show, you must go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. 
Go there right now, and you can see the rest of today's show if you want to catch it live. But if you're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube right now, I got to cut the cord. Because the idea is, I'm like, oh, yeah, here's this show. It starts every day at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Oh, you can only see a little bit of it on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The rest of it live, uninterrupted, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Two ways you can do this. Either download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and then watch to your heart's content. Follow the page, subscribe to the page, give yourself a fancy little username so you can contribute with the comments. That's fine. Or on your desktop or laptop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you, though, for enjoying this while you could as we say goodbye to them now. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube comes to you from uh, Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Just made my appointment with Frank for uh, later this week. I believe Thursday I'll be discussing healthcare.gov with my boy Frank. You should too. As always, if you ever want to say hello, please remember the email. I know it's old school, but it is the easiest way to reach me. On the Shoreliners striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So uh, yesterday, and uh, the lottery drawing was supposed to go down. And amazingly, it, it did not. There was a technical issue, I guess. They did not draw the numbers. The drawing for Monday's record, $1.9 billion was delayed as more time is needed to carry out security procedures. Uh, The California lottery announced, I guess, you know, with this multi-state deal, uh, everything has to be perfect. You think about that. And, uh, uh uh-oh, wait, wait a minute. Something's wrong. By the way, this is, I guarantee you, going to bring out all the the crazy people with conspiracy theories because that's what everybody does these days. Everything's got to have a conspiracy theory. California lottery announced tonight's Powerball drawing has been delayed due to a participating lottery needing extra time to complete the required security protocols. Powerball has strict security requirements that must be met. All 48 lotteries must be met by all 48 lotteries before a drawing can occur. When the required security protocols are complete, the drawing will be performed under the supervision of lottery security officials and independent auditors. The state lottery said all of that, all of that language there. And because California is saying it, I can promise you the conspiracy theories, the Alex Jones shit, the right wing nut jobs, the QAnons, it's already begun. I'm just assuming. The Powerball website said at 3.45 a.m. Tuesday, it is likely that we will not know the official results of the Powerball drawing until Tuesday morning. It might be have already happened. Powerball drawing. Let's see. News. Hit the news tab. No, still in a holding pattern.
This drawing started at $20 million on August 6th. Here we are, just over three months later. Lottery officials estimated that the odds of drawing the winning number, 1 in 292.2 million. Now, in theory, this could go forever. And here's why. Because um, typically when the lottery gets this large and people really start buying tickets, actually all of the number combinations possible get picked. So they can look at that and say, all right, there are no other number combinations available. Someone will win. They can actually predict that. But they, I was reading that less people buy lottery these days because money's tight. Uh, I know for me, I spent 10 bucks on, uh, this one from last week and out of, um, uh, five drawings, uh, and it's six numbers per line. That's 30 possible numbers. I got two out of 30. And I said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm not wasting my money on this. And Dan is like, well, then I will. I'm like, all right, knock yourself out. I can't tell you what to do. But I'm not spending another fucking dime on this thing. Fuck that. Um, so with less people buying, they could, in theory, go each drawing without all of the numbers being purchased. And then it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Can you imagine if we go another three months and it gets to like $5 billion? $5 billion. You know, we uh, throw out the uh, uh, numbers here and we kind of like uh, lose sight of how many zeros are lining up there. But one billion is not okay. So if you have a hundred million dollars times ten, that's a billion. Times two, so you can have nine hundred and ninety-nine million dollars, and still not be halfway to this jackpot. Oh my God. And you know, I was talking about this earlier. There is a way to do this and be, um, what do you call it? Anonymous. It's because of one lawyer in Florida. One guy does this. If you win, you are allowed to create a uh, lottery group after the drawing. So if you win, you can create uh, you know, Maureen's lottery group. And she could have the only other member of her lottery group be her husband. Then she contacts this one attorney who's knows everything there is to know about lottery groups. And you pay him like $100,000 to represent the lottery group called, and uh, you probably don't want to use Maureen. You can just call it whatever, uh, whatever you name it. Who, who knows? Uh, the laugh like a clown lottery group. <laughs> and then you can have the lawyer go and claim it on your behalf for the lottery group. You get the money. Nobody has any idea. 
You live in unbelievable, stress-free anonymity. Oh, my God. If I were to, able to be able to pull that off, because then we've all learned from Goodfellas that you don't want to go and draw attention to yourself. Whether you've won the money through a lottery or through the Lufthansa heist. You don't go buy in a pink Cadillac. You don't buy a fur coat, you asshole. You gotta lay low. I would love the idea of just laying low. No one knows. And I've always got, I'm always never any, a bit of stress. No stress. Because your problems begin if everyone knows who you are. Then the stress really starts. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Fantastic. Um, and for the love of God, for all things that are sacred, take the annuity. Whoever the asshole was that decided that the way to do this was to take the cash value. You've ruined it for so many people. Uh, there was a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, a, a comment here on this podcast chat not long ago that said, oh yeah, but if you die, you stop getting payments. That is 1 million percent not true. If you win, let's just say, uh, well, if it's a $1.9 billion, nearly $2 billion, and you take the annuity, you then take $1.9 billion and break it up into 30 payments. The first thing they're going to do, well, first of all, you get all of that money. They take the cash value of this lottery right here, the $1.9 billion. If you take the cash option, you're going to give up $1 billion with a B. You're going to get $929, $929 million before taxes. My God. So you're willing to just walk away from a billion dollars, you asshole? Now, if you don't take the cash uh, option, they take that $929 million, the lottery uh, companies, whatever the hell, Powerball, and they invest it in very, very safe investments, okay? With not the biggest return, but it doesn't matter. You're going to get, over 30 years, a huge return because you're investing $929 million. So you are getting the full amount. Take the annuity, asshole. If you do, the first thing you're going to get is a check. For $63,333,333.33. And then every year after for 30 years, 29 more years, you will get that same check. If you take the cash option, you're looking at $929 million. Jesus, this is disgusting how much money they take. And then you got to take off 37% for federal taxes and 10% for state taxes. That's 47% taxation and $929 million. 
That means what was nearly two billion asshole. You now have four hundred and thirty-six million dollars after all of the taxes have been paid. What the fuck? What are you doing? No, do not do that. Four hundred and thirty-six million six hundred and thirty thousand after taxes. Or, okay, if you get the $63,333,333.33 for 30 payments. All right. So that means of that, $29 comes off the top each year. Your tax bill every year is 29 million. So let's just take 63 million and subtract 29 million. Which leaves you with 34 million dollars every year for 30 years. Now again, you take cash option, you're looking at 436630000 After taxes, I'm getting $34 million on the annuity. Times 30. Okay, it doesn't even go that high. On my phone calculator. 34 million times 30. All right. After taxes, I'm getting one billion twenty million, as opposed to four hundred and thirty-six thousand. What kind of sick son of a bitch is going to just let five hundred million plus out the door? Close to six hundred million dollars. Six hundred million dollars. You're just giving it. You're lighting six hundred million dollars on fire. I think that if I was faced with um, the option of kicking someone's ass who's giving away $600 million or letting puppies out in the rain to die, and I had to choose, wh- which one is the bigger asshole? Uh, puppies to die or $600 million give? I'm taking uh, $600 million giveaway guy is the bigger asshole than puppies to die. If someone said, Zane, I'm going to give you $600 million if we let these, but you have to let these puppies die in the rain. Those fucking puppies are dying. That's it. I'm sorry. There's no, I can save more puppies by giving a million dollars to the fucking uh, animal shelter. Those puppies will go down in history as box martyr puppy dogs for $600 million. Now that's all crazy hype is bullshit. It doesn't, that's all a joke. So shut the fuck up. I'm kidding. For the love of God, take the annuity. Holy shit. I would love you to sign up for Patreon. 11 bonus episodes every single week on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Today, I'll publish another edition of Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. Dale taking on Brian. 
for a massive $25 jackpot. It happens at about 1030 Eastern time. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane supported 100% by the audience. No sponsors involved. I appreciate you very much. And uh, lots of listening there for you. In addition to smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, you've got the uh, bonus daily podcast. Also, the Lost Zane Recordings. Um, And then we have, of course, the Insane Asylum, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which happens weekly. And then, of course, Who Are These Zanes? Where Ben and I listen to old cassette tapes of me in uh, various moments in my radio career and just laugh and cringe at how shitty they are. That's right. It's a clip show of my own clips. All on Patreon. That's uh, 15 plus hours, dare I say 16 plus hours of content each and every week in addition to my daily free podcast. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss, a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Okay, key things to focus on here. First of all, He is the Medicare Advantage Plan slash Social Security Guru. If you or someone you know or love is taking advantage of these amazing programs, it might be time for a Medicare slash Social Security update. I know my brother-in-law, the NFK, needs one because he's looking at a lot of uh, dental care coming up in the next year. So with that in mind, we have to revamp the dental care uh, policy that he has. So, and that's, you know, years of not brushing his teeth and chewing tobacco. Oh my God. Take care of your teeth, people. Anyway, also, he is an expert on uh, healthcare.gov, Obamacare. You know, people that are recipients of this, either their employer does not offer insurance or they're self-employed, like your old pal Eric Zane, and or they may have just lost their job recently. If that's you, if you fit this description, reach out to Frank Fuss. He will help you get an insurance policy today and tell you exactly how this works. Most people don't understand how healthcare.gov works. Frank will explain that to you, and he'll do it all free of charge. 616-914-4070. Kevin Nealon is in town this week. That reminds me. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Text Don Veltman. What do you want to say? Hi, Don! Exclamation point. Is Kevin Nealon doing any publicity? Question mark. Your message to Don Veltman says, Hi, Don. Is Kevin Nealon doing any publicity? Send it. Yes. Done. Don, help me get my uh, Michael Rappaport. I can't talk today. What the fuck is wrong with me? Anyway, tickets for Neil and, and uh, any of the other great shows coming to the Full House Comedy venues. Fullhousecomedy.com. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. God, I, I owe him money too. Jesus. I'm sending it today, I think. If I can get around to it. 
Uh, he did some work for me. The immortal Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. It's funny. I can just send him messages because I know he's listening right now. Uh, if you need your furnace, well, I know you need, if you haven't had it done, your furnace tuned up and cleaned. Uh, heating your home is a uh, sometimes a dirty business. And that furnace, <clears throat> damn it, needs to be looked at each and every year to make sure it is running at peak efficiency. Otherwise, if it's not, it's working harder than it wants to, which shortens its lifespan. That's not great, which means you might not get as much life out of your furnace than you should if you uh, take care of it. And if it's not running that efficiently, it's burning more fuel, which costs you money. Okay? Those are great reasons to get that thing looked at every single year. A and E heating and cooling, and this is only going to set you back $79. 616 516-8579. Call now and make an appointment. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Got the usual suspects that are here. I see no one new. That's okay. That is okay. I am loving you all. Uh, Ryan says, conspiracy theory. I'm pretty sure the legal paperwork on the wall behind Zane is actually his contract with the Florida lottery lawyer. Eric seems to know a lot about winning the lottery. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, it's not. In fact, let me read that. Some of this is redacted. Dear Mr. Z, this law firm represents Redacted. We have been made aware of your publishing of Redacted regarding Redacted on Redacted, included but not limited to Redacted. The statements Redacted are Redacted and redacted upon the redacted and redacted of redacted. Your redacted include redacted regarding redacted's redacted and redacted's redaction to redaction, which are redacted per se, pursuant to the requirements of section 2911 of Michigan's revised Judicature Act MCL something something the redacted statute we hereby redact that you immediately redact all redactions remove the redaction redaction from all redactions including redaction platforms and redact from any other forms of redaction against redaction. There is no doubt that your redaction in redacting redactions on redacted or redaction is to redact and redact redaction and tortiously 
redact with his redaction and redaction. Further redactions by you will only redact redactions, current redactions against you. Pursuant to the redaction statute, we hereby demand an immediate redaction that meets the following redactions. Kyler says this is still better than a Kenny story. I don't know about that. Hey, if you um if you did, missed yesterday's show, Kenny motherfuck uh he said on the free podcast that he got some type of parasitic worm from eating a banana. He said, hey, man, it's hookworm. It's hookworm. Oh, my God. Well, I did some looking into it, which he did not. So he spent the whole uh, better part of 24 hours telling everybody he's got fucking hookworm. You know how you catch hookworm? From walking on dirt. I'm not kidding you. The eggs and the juice somehow gets absorbed through your bare feet. And people with hookworm, they get worms in their fucking feet. This idiot... Is walking around telling people, hey, mate, <laughs> I got a hookworm. Oh, my God, I got a hookworm. What the fuck are you talking about? You got a hookworm. Didn't you look it up? And then all of a sudden, he, he finds out from the ex that, oh, I forgot to tell you, we all had uh, uh, stomach flu. Oh, fucking shit, man. I've been telling everybody I got worms from a banana. <laughs> oh my god what the fuck am i gonna do yeah you didn't eat a hookworm dingbat you don't catch hookworms from bananas my god anyway it was fantastic because i got him on patreon and he goes did you not get my text message i sent you and i go uh no actually i i didn't i just found out there was virus going through the family my ex nobody told me <laughs> so you don't have hookworm and it's not the fault of the banana fucking colombo this is how he figured this one out he goes oh Let's see here. I'm sick. And all I've consumed in my hours of wakeness today is a banana. Oh, my God. The banana's got worms. I better call. He calls his ex. You better. Hey, I gave her a banana and her lunch. Holy shit. She's got a hookworm. Fuck. Man, that is, uh, it's fantastic. Okay. Some thoughts about Mitchell Miller, the asshole hockey player that the uh, Boston Bruins tried to, uh, well, sneak past the goalie and put on their team. When he was 14 and for years during that period of time through his youth, 
he was bullying some kid and calling him the N-word, and the kid had fetal alcohol syndrome, so his brain was a little jacked. And Miller, the fucking uh, thug athlete, is uh, bullying him, and he took a uh, push pop and and coated it with urine juice uh, from the inside of a urinal and made the kid eat it. You know, it was awful. Holy fuck, man. Well, he got in big trouble, and uh, he had a, uh, he went, I think he uh, was charged criminally with something. I forget if it was a misdemeanor or felony. It was probably a misdemeanor as a youth. But anyway, it was ugly, and uh, no apology. He maintains that he had a court-appointed apology read to the family. But, I mean, honestly, first of all, if you're the parents of Mitchell Miller and your kid does this, you find out that your kid does this shit, you're going to want to punch him in the face. So, and I blame his asshole parents. They probably coddled him and, uh, you know, um, didn't want to um, do anything that would compromise his play. So they, you know, let him fucking walk all over people. It's a real horrible bullying situation. Well, this mom, the adopted mom of this kid, who uh, Isaiah Myers uh, Crothers, Isaiah Meyer Crothers, the mom, it, she's made it her life goal to fuck with this guy, this Mitchell Miller. So motherfucker gets drafted by Arizona um, Coyotes, and uh, she's like, fuck you. Hey, this is, look what he did. And Arizona said, well, you know, we give up. We're rescinding our rights to him, and we, we undraft him. And then North Dakota State or North Dakota College or whatever, fighting Sue, said, you can't come to our college. We're taking back your scholarship. So he's played in some, like, uh, junior hockey league, USHL, I believe. And so the Bruins are like, well, enough time's passed. Let's put him on the team. And they signed him. Well, the shit hit the fan. And everybody was kicking his ass, uh, kicking the Bruins' ass. And and rightfully so. And Gary Bettman, the uh, commissioner of the NHL, he said, fuck no, he's not going to play here. No, he's not playing it. He is not allowed in the league. So then uh, the Bruins are like, well, let's just send him down to Providence. No big deal. And the American League is like, ah, oh, fuck you. You're not sending him here. Fuck this guy. And uh, so his his uh, he has the scarlet letter. He has a big B for bullying this Mitchell Miller. And good. Fucking good. Finally, decision-making is, uh, is, is firm here in this. That, that it should be that way. The Bruins, shame on you. You're, you're, you look terrible. The Bruins sign them. Fuck. Uh, the um, Coyotes, they knew about this. They don't look as bad because time has passed. But at the time, they were well aware, the Coyotes were, that this guy's a major asshole when they drafted him. Okay? And then, so they look terrible too. This is all fucked up. I uh, got a comment sent to me um, yesterday that I read about someone say, you know, is this too much? Uh, and as someone said, I'm torn on this. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, I don't think it is too much. I think it's just right. It's about fucking time this happened. Uh, Brad writes, I think the NHL is making the right move by not letting him play. The NHL has great relationship with organizations that are against and help protect youths from getting bullied and, uh, and from protecting the mentally challenged. Being a hockey player myself, I feel like all hockey players, no matter your role on a team, whether it's a fighter to a high-level skill guy, are raised to act in a respectful ra- uh, way. 
You working with the Griffins, have you ever come across a truly asshole player off the ice? On-ice situations are completely different. Out of the short list of professional athletes I have met, hockey players are always respectful to all. Um, frankly, I, I, the amount of people that I've met have always been just like Griffin's rosters and in uh, interview settings, occasionally social settings, very rarely. Uh, but no, I, I haven't. I haven't encountered anybody that I thought, oh boy, I want to avoid that guy. It was one moment when Philip Hronick, oh my God, he uh he always felt bad because he had a uh, an accent and strong accent. Um, I think he's Czech from the Czech Republic. And uh, when we used to do uh, jersey auctions, the players would come out, they take the jerseys off, and then you auction the game worn jersey. And then one time I interviewed Philip Ronick, the defenseman for the Red Wings, and you know he he did he did fine, but I think he's a little bit concerned about the way he speaks. Because he speaks with an accent, and he might be a little sheepish about that. So he's not a fan of interviews. So the next, like, two weeks later, we do another jersey auction. He comes out. And this was by no means bad. This wasn't, like, I think you're an asshole because of this. But he comes out, and he goes, no questions. No questions. No questions. I go, no problem, buddy. Don't worry about it. I had already been told, hey, because the players were like, yeah, don't, don't do that anymore. And then I found out through like second or third hand, no more questions. And usually it was questions like, Hey, how'd you feel out there today? Or, uh, uh, tell me about the game tonight or something like that. And then they speak in player speak, you know, well, we had a, uh, best team one or whatever shit they say. It doesn't matter. I like it with no questions, but no, I've never had any issues. Brad follows up with another thought. Can you imagine Mitchell Miller and the Bruins playing St. Louis Blues with Layla Ander with the Layla Anderson story that helped get them to the cup? I'm not familiar with that, but I can only assume she was like uh maybe had an issue or something that they, you know, rally around her. The whole community would be all over his ass and probably attack him in the parking lot or in Edmonton and Ben Stetler and his story. With all that the NHL does with special needs, Miller would be a huge black eye to the league. So, yeah, fuck this guy. He can eat shit. Go play in Europe, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, wait, do those guys come right off the ice and take their jerseys off right there? Stevie adds, if so, I might have to go to one of those auctions. Shirtless hockey players, yes, please. No, they don't they have a undergear on. You can't see anything. But I'll tell you this. Those guys are just ripped. Absolutely ripped. There isn't one person on the team who's like, uh, oh, overly muscle-bound. That's the thing about hockey athletes. They're all lean and mean like uh underwear model style all right those are the types of physiques you're getting there all these guys do is get ripped and eat and i'm not going to go into their personal lives but it's just uh burn 
50,000 calories a day and consume 49,500 every day. Wash, rinse, repeat. And they all seem to have the most beautiful, significant others you will ever see. The ugliest hockey player in the world is going to get the prettiest girl. I don't know how the fuck they do it. But just once, I would love to see a hockey player show up with a butt-ugly chick that weighs 550. For fuck's sake, can you just break the norm? It's it's remarkable the women that these guys get. And I'm always like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on here? Kent dropped the E at a U. Has a horrible, disgusting comment there that I can't even read. Maureen says, shouldn't Amanda be commenting about CMU women's club hockey here? LOL. No, not the same. Not the same. Amanda. Oh, God. Hey, guess what? The CMU women's team won. Is she even here right now? I don't even know what her name is. Whatever. Okay. I can feel... Uh, let's see. Chris says, I think Amanda might have been offended a bit yesterday. About what? What the hell happened? I can't worry about that shit. Just keep plugging along. Is it because I was making fun of her uh, Her dumb kids? Uh, her kid's dumb hockey team? She's not. kid's not dumb. Hockey team's dumb. Who gives a shit? Was it because of that? Was that yesterday that I beat the hell out of her? She comes in here in the chat and makes a a uh, a a fucking announcement about the big win. Oh my god! Maureen says Amanda knows Eric is joking. Yeah, she has um she has thick skin. She she can handle that. I know that for a fact. You know, she's not like Kenny. Oh, I always have to worry about every joke. Oh, no. I wonder if he's going to cry. Jesus. You went too far talking about bananas. I've had a bad experience with a banana. So no more banana jokes. You cannot make fun of bananas and any asshole whose wife leaves him. Cause that happened to me. I wouldn't wish bananas and divorce papers. I'm the worst enemy. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. Today is election day. Here in West Michigan, not far from where I live, is this backwards bumblefuck community called Jamestown Township that is filled with uh, scumbags 
and far-right-wing radical extremists who are into burning books and shutting down libraries because a couple of the books uh, cover LGBTQ plus topics. Now, there was a vote not long ago that voted to shut down and the millage funding. You know, I mean, the community decides every so often you'll see the library say, hey, can we add a little bit of uh, uh, a voter support for a millage that will um, take a little bit of your property, uh, a property tax fee to pay for our library that we use? Ah, of course. Or, hey, can the local school get a millage to, uh, for a new... Uh, uh, you know, uh, pay for um, a new stadium or some shit or a new educational resource room. The millage. These fucking idiots decided to stop funding the library because there's a couple books uh, that cater to people who are gay, which obviously gay people are everywhere. I don't know if they'd want to live in this shithole part of Michigan, but that's the way it is. So these fucking idiots decided to vote against the millage. And a lot of people think that they kind of snuck it in at the last minute and not enough people were aware that this was actually something that was being voted on. And that's why it passed to end the funding through the millage. Now, right away, the local queers stepped up and created a GoFundMe, which I'm pretty sure funded it. And I think there was all sorts of uh, gay support going on to, uh, to do this. And uh, me being one of the queer community, I, of course, support that. But anyway, today is the day when they can really the local gays can really rub these Hilljacks nose and shit. If they get enough votes to approve the millage, it's back on the ballot somehow. I don't know how the fuck that happened. That's crazy. You can just, ah, we say no. Oh, it's back on the ballot. The fate of Patmos library. Uh, is decided today. The polls are now open. As the library millage goes up for a vote for the second time this year. In August, the millage failed with 1,905 no votes to 1,142 yes votes. It's been a growing controversy in this, it says, small conservative community. It should say, in this community of bigoted, closed-minded pieces of shit over the types of books available at the library. These are very challenging times for libraries in general, and there is a huge increase in a number of materials that have been challenged, said Carol Daw, Lakeland Library Cooperative. According to Patmos Library's Board of Trustees, President Larry Walton, out of the 67,000 books that are in the library, 90 of them have some are thematic in nature, towards a person who may be lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer, or plus sign. That is 1% of its selection. In Jamestown, lawn signs that accuse the library of promoting pornographic books 
and grooming young children sprinkle the town of about 10,000 residents. Cody Newhouse told News 8 earlier this year, it's only the LGBTQ stuff that bothers me with my kids in particular. If you're older, make your own decision. It's totally fine. But with the younger kids, I just believe it should be away from them. There have been several passionate library board meetings since the August millage failed. People from both sides of the issue continue to voice their concerns about the fate of Patmos Library. The library's budget for 2023 is dependent on the millage. Roughly 85% of its budget, or 200000 comes from the millage. Small town library gained national attention with famed author Nora Roberts donating 50000 to keep it open. Yeah, I don't... You know, if it doesn't pass, who gives a fuck? Just, bang, you know, I mean, seriously, one post, this story will catch fire. Not only will you get the 200000 but, I mean, my God, I would, uh, I'd take the several million that you're going to raise and have a gay sex, a glass, have a glassed-in gay sex foray, uh, foyer, foray, Foyer right by the road. So on library premises, um, the local gays can go have sex right by the road. And you can see it. That's what they should do at the library. They should go the other direction. Make it to be a, a gay sex hotbed going forward, funded by people, like-minded. And I would support that. I would actually give money to see that. Michigan law limits municipalities a foray foyer is what I'm trying to say from going to voters no more than two times in any calendar year. If the millage fails again, Patmos library will cease to exist due to a lack of funding. There's also a couple other things that are up for uh, vote. A partial term board of trustees seat. I don't give a shit about that. All I need to do is I don't even know if I can uh, vote on this one. Uh, former Patmos librarian Matt Lawrence says it's been difficult for Patmos to keep a director. The previous director resigned, and during his term as interim director, he said he experienced both in-person and online targeted attacks. Quote, I think that the idea that the library was pushing porno on children while it was more on, well, was more an accusation towards the organization as a whole, it was also an accusation towards the employees who make it up. He said only about 30% of Jamestown voters voted in the August primary to date. There are 7,385 registered voters up from 7,045. So of the 7,045 in the August election, you know, only uh, roughly 3000 of them voted. So that's not enough. If I ran the library, you know, they're calling all those books porno. I would actually set up actual porno. I mean, like, real porno. And then write, this is real porno. This is not, these are books. Not real porno. Porno at this library. 
That's what they should do. All right. Meanwhile, speaking of election, Joe Biden, I've got some clips from the president. I got I got two clips of Joe Biden and I have a, a clip of Donald Trump. Today is a big election day. So I want to cover this. My full uh, election coverage here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Both of the Biden clips have to do with him fucking up. Audio check. Video check. This one I'm not so sure about. It was sent to me and said, oh my God, he almost fell off the stage. I didn't, I didn't see him almost fall off the stage. It looked like he kind of, his foot might have gotten tangled on something that he wasn't looking at. I don't... I think that uh, there, there's it's something that he says that is actually the problem here because he kind of gets flustered. Year on prescription drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost, 2, 10, 12, 15, oops, stepping on them. There's a, it's black. Anyway. Okay. He said, I just, did he just say, I just stepped on a black? Cost, 2, 10, 12, 15, Oops, stepping on him. But it's black. Anyway. Okay, he's something he stepped on, and he said, uh, uh, that's black. But no matter what the cost, and some cancer drugs cost as much as that, they're never going to have to make more than $2,000. And we put here. He had a very wet mouth, you know? I think part of the problem is for the president in actual speaking. He's always uh, trying to get this point made by doing one of these. It's like, dude, take a take a fucking breath. Relax. You know? You get too wound up and trying to sound, you know, that typical way. Prescription drugs for seniors, no matter what their cost, 2, 10, 12, 15, whoops, stepping on them. There's a, but it's black anyway. No matter what the. Co- yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was saying there. All right. This is a quick clip. He wants to say, "Ladies and gentlemen." Gays and gentlemen. He said, "Gays and gentlemen." Gays and gentlemen. Come on, man. That's when he needs to go. Wait a minute. You know, like when I fuck shit up. I was like, wait, what the fuck did I just say? It would be so fantastic if he would, if he like dropped the fucking mic and said, can you believe that? I just said gays and gentlemen. Holy shit. Gays and gentlemen. Here's a gays and gentlemen. Here's the deal. It's a difficult time. Yeah, it gays is. Gays and gentlemen. This is from the other day. Trump. Uh, Trump is, uh, it's interesting because Trump, um, everybody's like, is he going to run? Is he going to run? And I think the um, idea is if the Republicans went out big because the Republicans need five seats in the House to flip that. And they need one seat in the Senate 
That's why Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, are those are very close. All right? Any one of those go Republican, that could help. Now, if you have um, one state that was Republican and becomes Democrat and one state that was Democrat and becomes Republican, that's a wash. That doesn't work. Okay? So I think Trump is waiting to see if there is a so-called red wave where if the House flips and or the Senate flips, then on Tuesday of this coming week, and I think he's anticipating that they will, if they do, that's guaranteed he's going to run. But he doesn't know that. So he has to kind of like do this weirdo, I'm going to make an announcement next week because some are speculating that if the Democrats hold the House and they hold the Senate, that he won't run. If I were him, I wouldn't have said shit at this announcement in Ohio when he at this uh, rally in Ohio. I would have just kept that to myself, you know, but uh, this is him. Oh, of course, Lee Greenwood. You All right, he looks good. He looks good. Thank you. This is a big crowd. This is a beautiful big crowd. Hello, Ohio. Hello, hello, hello. Amazing. The chat USA, listen to him. You guys don't like his voice. Everybody, everybody like gives him shit. Like, I hate his voice. Come on. He speaks fine. But you just lighten up for fuck's sake. Let the man speak. Listen to that, man. They are rowdy. They love him. But not to detract from tomorrow's very important, even critical. Very important here. At these rallies, someone is manning the music. Do you hear that swelling soundtrack behind him? That's a winner. Okay? They love that shit. They start bursting with pride from the seams. They're like, yes! They look for the nearest black guy and rearrange his face. Election. And I would say, in the strongest way, it's a country-saving election. Holy shit! Specifically including the election of all the people that I'm going to name. So this is when he like, you want to vote for, you want to vote for this guy. You want to vote for Herschel Walker. You want to vote for Dr. Oz. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. Yes. Fuck yes. Do it. Okay. That's all he's going to say. So I don't know. Is there a chance that he uh, won't run? Is there a chance? Okay. Let's just say for the sake of this discussion that uh, the House and Senate do not flip. Okay. Does he then get up there and say, hello, 
Hello, you're all, you all look wonderful. Swelling music. You know, boom. And then he says, I am not going. If he says, I'm not going to run. Oh my God. That's fucking nuts. If he says that, he needs to then follow it up and say, go back to the Capitol and take the country back or you're going to lose your country. He needs to start like another uh, 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 overthrow of the government. You know, that's what he needs to do. He should do this at the same spot. He shouldn't do it at Mar-a-Lago. He should do it in D.C. where he caused the last uh, overthrowing attempt of the government. Now, that would be great. And you invite the Oath Keepers. You do. You have that whole, you bring them all back one more time. Let's do it again. Woodstock 99. Fuck yes, let's do it. You know, you if you, then you say, I'm not going to run. You must go back and take control of the Capitol. I made it very clear to you last time I spoke. I told you to go back. You're not going to have a country anymore. This time I'm saying it explicitly even more, more thorough of an explanation. I want you to go and murder Congress. (laughs) I want you to go and light the Capitol on fire. And if anybody, a congressman, I want you to rape, I want you to rape them in the street. I want it to be 100% certain that I am encouraging you to commit murder. Because I am not running. And you go there, you won't have a country anymore. And you can run. It will be run by the Oath Keepers. And then I'll come back with Q and John F. Kennedy Jr. And we'll run the country. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. God bless you. God, proud to be an American. Thank you. Lee Greenwood is here. There he is. All five for one of them. Little feet hanging off of the bar stool. I love him so much. Lee Greenwood. Thank you to the band Alabama for being here. Thank you very much. Yes, David Allen Coe, thank you. I love you. You're all fantastic. Thank you to Kirk Cameron. Didn't he have a wonderful speech? Love Kirk Cameron. Thank you to uh, the guy who uh, played in Silver Spoons, the child actor. I can't remember his fucking name. Rick Schroeder. Rick Schrader Schroeder. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Thank you to him. Say no to mask. You see somebody with a mask, you kill them. Say no to lockdowns. Go take back the country. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye bye. <clears throat> All right. God bless the USA. That is the Eric Zane Show podcast 2022 election day coverage midterms are here I said to the NFK the other day I go because the other he's always when he sees any conservative on the TV he gives it the finger and so uh you know there's all sorts of advertising he sees Tudor Dixon he keeps calling poor Tudor Dixon a twat I'm like what the fuck why are you calling her a twat she's lovely Fuck that shit. Fuck her. Fuck you, twat. I'm like, oh my God, you can't call her a twat, man. So I said to him, I go, are you registered to vote? He goes, fuck no. I go, why not? He goes, I don't know. I go, well, you should get registered to vote. You should vote. I mean, you're over here giving the middle finger to people and calling them twats, for God's sake. You should, you should vote. So I look it up and, uh, 
I go, I don't think you're eligible. I think we're too close to the election. Next one. I'll vote the next one. I go, yeah, you should. You should. You can't just sit there and chew tobacco and drink uh, caffeine-free Coke and eat Hot Pockets and give the finger to people and not cast your vote. I mean, seriously. I don't know if he's ever voted. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. I love voting. Uh, so I told Stu McAllister that I wanted to print a shirt that says abortion makes, gives me, or abortion makes me hard. I never did do it. I should have had those printed up. Abortion makes me hard t-shirts to wear to the polling station. Can you imagine the looks you'd get? Oh my God. Guys would wear abortion makes me hard shirts. Chicks would make, I would wear abortions make me squirt or abortions make me wet. Oh my God. Now we all know that that's a joke. There's no one alive who gets a hard on or uh, vaginal juice secretions increase over abortion. That is absolutely a fucking ridiculous thing to say, but it's all in an effort to fry the brains of these people that try to tell chicks what the fuck that they're supposed to do. You know? All right. Now that officially concludes election talk for this election day, November 8th, 2022. Go to your polling station and vote. Okay. Make it a priority. Don't be an asshole. If you are a registered voter and you are not voting today, I don't even want to fucking know you. If you do not, if you have the ability to vote, you're registered and all you got to do is get your fucking lazy ass there and go check on whatever dick you want to vote for and you're just too lazy to do it, fuck you. You are an asshole. Okay, I will shame you into getting your fat, tired fucking ass to your polling station and vote, cock. My God, enough with like, hey, I did my part, I voted. Yeah, fuck that shit. You got to shame these assholes. If there's anyone you know, who is a registered voter and actually not going to cast their vote. You are not an American. I don't even know what the fuck you are. You're as about as low as guy who puts puppies in a box and throws them out. Okay. You're, you're about that low in my eyes. I don't even want to know you. If you are a listener of this show and you're registered to vote, And you're not actually voting. Now, some of you are also stupid for not actually being registered. I'm not going to indict you because you can't vote today. You are a cock because you're not registered. But you are free from this attack. If you're actually registered to vote and not voting today, fuck off. Okay? Fuck you. All right. Radimus 55 says it needs to be like American Idol so I can vote from my phone. Are you suggesting because you can't do it from your phone, you're not going to vote? The fuck is wrong with you? 
Wingnut 3304 says, I'm at the polls as you podcast. Fantastic. Chris says, I'm voting several times today. Wait a minute. Radimus 55 says, no, I went and voted. Well, then it doesn't need to be on your fucking phone. Ryan votes absentee. Good for you. Uh, Maureen says, my cats are even voting. That is not true. That is not true. All right. Anyway. Hello to my friends at the soon-to-be-open M37 Hackers Golf Simulation. Show up, put the ball on the tee, swing as hard as you can, the ball flies into a uh, fabric screen and then drops. The screen then is projected it's reading the velocity and the angle of your ball you're gonna see where the shot goes it lands on the fairway oh it's time to shoot again golf leagues fun awesome table games golden tea orgies that part not be true might not be true m37 hackers opening soon we will be having eric zane show podcast listener events where we close everything down and we golf. The cold winter months are uh, fast approaching. People will not be on golf courses. We will be at M37 Hackers. In the growing metropolis of Middleville, Michigan. That's right. That is where we will be meeting for our upcoming M37 Hackers Eric Zane Show podcast listener event. It hasn't been set yet. But yet another option to hang out and have fun. This business is brought to you by Jacob Bennett. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, him and his better half behind Bennett Flooring Installation have come up with another business, and that is M37 Hackers. Congrats to you guys. I'm very happy for you. They're on Facebook, M37 Hackers. You can also get to their website by uh, clicking on their logo at ericzaneshow.com. In fact, let me take a look, see what's going on over there right now. Facebook.com. Hey, thanks to everybody who listened to uh, the Compound Media episode that I made available on on the audio podcast. If you want to check that out, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you listening to that. People are like, it's a much different show when you do it on Compound different audience m37 hackers all right let us take a look golden t pga tour has arrived unboxing it look at that oh my god there's a video of some kid swinging a golf club and it's hilarious i love this video the kid, you think it's going to be like Tiger Woods or something like that? This two-year-old brings the club head back and then swings and completely misses. And this curly top little blonde kid goes down in a heap. How fantastic is that? That'll be me at M37 Hackers. The kid's like, what the fuck? Holy shit, he can't believe it. How great is that? Love that kid. 
All right. Floors and doors. Look at this is how we're getting down to brass tacks here. Actually setting up the place. We're seeing the building of M37 hackers paint ceiling starting to come together. All right. Love you over at M37 hackers. All right. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you are in the market for a mortgage, holy cow. And my God, it is, uh, that is fantastic. If you're, whether you're buying your first home or you're getting a refi, maybe a little money to pay off some bills, you know, lower interest rate than the high interest rate credit card that you're paying on. For God's sake, get some money out of your home and pay that thing off. Better for you to pay off a mortgage interest rate than credit card interest rate. Oh, shit. You're sitting on like 25% on that deal. Anyway, if you also are just looking to buy a house, uh, now is a great time to call upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. I say that not because the interest rates are low, because they're not, but the price of homes is dropping like a stone. It's all working out exactly as the Fed planned it. They raise interest rates, okay, like a year and a half ago, you get like a 2.5% 15-year fixed. Pretty much now, you're going to get a 7%. All right? They do that to cool the market so that people won't buy as many houses. The demand drops. When the demand drops, the prices fall on the homes, and then everything is fixed. So now, think about that. A home that was whatever, uh, whatever price you were looking has dropped. Uh, by a lot as of right now. So get after it. Reach out to Mario today, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay. Uh, NMLS number 3035. Also, hello to the Kent County Health Department. You guys do great work over there. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Accesskent.com slash health. You need any information about the WIC program? Don't go hungry, for God's sake. Reach out. See if the if you qualify for the WIC program. Not everybody does. But if you do, what that means is for uh, any amount of time that you are in kind of like this weirdo spot where the money that is uh, coming in is not quite where it needs to be, you can take advantage of the WIC program where important staples, milk, cheese, uh, meat, bread, formula, that's all taken care of for you. You get it. I mean, hell, you pay into this program all your uh, tax earning years that you earn money, you, you should damn well take advantage of it if you need it. That's what it's there for. Uh, not to mention, uh, if you need any information about immunizations for the little ones in school, you can get those for little or no cost. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. All right. I got to go tinkle. Can you wait for me, please? Because if I don't go, we might have a problem. I'll be, it's just, I feel terrible. I have to go potty. Don't go anywhere. Hey, hey. I'm going back to Cali. 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 I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. LL Cool J. Old school. I am going to visit my pal. Well, a lot of people. Diane and I are going to see Jeffrey, the kidney recipient, my high school friend, Jeffrey. Well, hell, elementary school, Jeffrey. 
We are going to visit in February. Uh, and I need to, there's a lot to do there. I have so much family there, like more uh, are being added. My beloved uh, rocket scientist niece, Emily, just moved to uh, uh, L.A. Like, she's legit a rocket scientist. She works for a company contracted by the government that gets um, technical information from, like, SpaceX and NASA rocket launches. And then they give her, like, a pile of uh, data, and they say, do math and determine, and she's looking for trying to make these launches uh, more efficient, safer, more powerful, um, any concerns about how well, how it could affect the uh, the rockets and shit like that. She is a legit rocket scientist. A lot of college. Works for a company doing that. Fresh out of college, $100,000. Oh, granted, she's living in California, but still. I would say one twenty. It's fucking sweet. That's why you go to school, motherfucker. Jesus. So she's there. You got Jeffrey, the kidney recipient. He uh, he just got a new dog because his sweet Maverick kicked the bucket. It was very sad. Maverick went to the Rainbow Bridge. I love Maverick. This little pug would run around and bark at airplanes. Airplanes and ambulances. And, uh, then, so there's that, and then I have a, a, uh, an entire wing of my family on my mom's side um, that are down there. And then on my dad's side, I've got Armenians to see. My cousin Mary and husband Harry, Mary and Harry. And I get to show off Glendale, California to my wife. She's like, what do you mean show it off? I go, this is it's little Armenia. There's everyone there. The only people that live in Glendale, California are Armenians. It's, it's ridiculous. Street signs are written in Armenian. <clears throat> the bank of Armenia is on the corner. Not even kidding. And that would mean we get to go to Rafi's and that is an unbelievable restaurant. I cannot wait. So that happens in mid February. It'll be a, we uh, finish the show on a Wednesday and then back and then Thursday, no show Friday, no show back on Monday. I think maybe Tuesday. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on. All right. Been a lot of talk. Um, if you remember Kyrie Irving, when Kyrie Irving or Irving, what I'm figuring out about this guy is I think he really thinks he's super smart. Okay. Because he like reads shit and just rips it off. Wasn't there a scene in um, Goodwill Hunting in the bar when the douche, the blonde douche with the ponytail, is is uh, is plagiarizing all that shit, and and Matt Damon's character puts him in his place? You know, that's what I I, I picture Kyrie Irving is doing. So all this bullshit about him. Uh, uh, and he posted that stupid ass, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? The racist, um, anti-Jew movie 
from uh, uh, Hebrews to blacks or something like that, or blacks to Hebrews. I don't know what the fuck it was, but he's an idiot. He's an absolute asshole, and he's dangerous. And he's the same stupid son of a bitch who said the earth was flat. Well, right after he said the earth was flat, this is like four years ago. Um, What's his name? What's the other basketball player? Uh, uh, there's about a million of them. He's uh, He plays for Golden State, not Draymond. Uh, uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, he went out and said, you know, I don't believe that the moon landing ever happened. Okay? Now, this is, like I said, years ago. There's a clip that's circulating right now from that time when um, Irving was saying the earth was flat. And when uh, Steph Curry was saying that the moon landing did not happen. And Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon said, this is dangerous. And you hear about the, the term, wow, that didn't age well. A lot of people are looking at this clip that I'm about to play for you and saying, this did age well. Listen to what Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon had to say about dumb fucks like Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry when they say the stupid shit that they say. Yesterday, we mentioned that Steph Curry did not believe that men had ever landed on the moon. I said I thought this had to be a lighthearted homage to Kyrie Irving saying the earth was flat. But it appears Curry actually believes this. He said so on the Winging It podcast hosted by fellow NBAers Vince Carter and Kent Bazemore. Wilbon is questioning the moon landing a bad look for Steph Curry. It's a bad look for everybody. It's not just Steph Curry. And I'm going to say this. Let me start by saying, if this is a joke, if they're just trolling people, because I believe Kyrie's doing that, I feel certain that he's doing that. And I think Steph's doing that. But let me just say the three people who have taken up this cause in the last 48 hours, Mark Spears of this network and this company, Steph Curry and Jalen Rose. These three people are my friends. I know them well. Well, I'm with them. Their discussions all the time. I know their intellects. Don't do this. Don't come out and say, we saw these pictures are kind of grainy, they're black and white. Happened before I was born. Because does that mean you don't believe in slavery? Does that mean you don't believe in in, in the Revolutionary War? Did it not happen because it didn't happen on your watch? Don't do this. You guys are too smart. Don't do. You're supposed to be. Are you saying Jalen Rose? Jalen, I listened to Jalen today. These are my guys. If you are as woke as you say, if you are as technologically savvy as you appear to be, don't do this. This is a very. Because you're saying, I don't believe in history. Here's the hell with history because it didn't happen while I was looking at my cell phone watch. It's a very small step to becoming a Holocaust denier or slavery denier. Don't do it. And so I'm going to get away. That point is very important. Very small step to becoming a Holocaust denier and a slavery denier. Fast forward four years. Kyrie Irving is a Holocaust denier. Holy shit. Cameron, say this, and I'm going to say this both to Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving, who I don't think is joking. I'm going to say this is anti-intellectual and it's anti-science. It should embarrass you. It should embarrass your families. It should embarrass the fine schools you went to, Davidson and Duke in the same state. It should embarrass the NBA. It's not a position to take. NASA is happy to bring you in, Steph Curry. One more time. Bring you One in. more time. I believe they're trolling. If they're trolling, it's okay. Uh, so Wilbon's giving him benefit of the doubt. Kornheiser is not.
That's what we. That's what people. They're better than generations. This. They're better. But they than better this. not believe this. They I better mean, not. Mark lovely, Spears, don't leave Spears out of this. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I know him. You're not left out of this, Spears. That no one who believes this. You got to be smart. I think that if you say stupid shit, you should get the fuck beat out of you. You should be lined up with guy who left uh, puppies in a box and get the fuck beat out of you. If you with a straight face say, um, I don't believe that 6 million Jews were killed, you should get the fuck beat out of you. I think, I actually think we should go ahead and just Change the fucking constitution. The constitution should say, you are entitled to say what you want, but if a group of your peers decide you're a dumb fuck, it's okay to beat the shit out of you. That's what I think. My God. Oh, enough. And I I think that the fact that four years ago, for them to actually have the foresight to say... Something like this can lead you to denying slavery or denying the Holocaust. And then it actually fucking happened by one of those two assholes is shocking and fantastic. Good for them. I'm glad they said it then. And uh, I'm glad uh, I'm not glad that it came out the way it did because nobody wants to hear that for fuck's sake. That hurts a lot of people who who lost loved ones to that. I mean, Jesus Christ, come on. Fuck. Corey writes, they are definitely not trolling. You can hear the arrogance in Kyrie's voice. I was just reading. I don't have it in front of me. Um demands by the Brooklyn Nets. I should probably take the time to find it. I had it and lost it. Brooklyn. uh, How do you spell Brooklyn? (laughs) Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie demands. Uh, Here it is. This is from Saturday. Uh, Nets want Kyrie Irving to ver- uh, Kyrie Irving to verbally apologize, complete sensitivity training, meet with local Jewish leaders before he's allowed to return. Oh yes, he must meet with the media, issue a verbal apology that clearly states he's sorry for sharing the film and understands the film is harmful and untrue. Now he did do an Instagram apology, so I think that covers some of this. Uh, he, in addition, he must follow and complete sensitivity trainings determined by the team while also meeting with Jewish leaders in the Brooklyn community. And finally, if he meets the numerous requirements to the net satisfaction, he must meet with ownership and demonstrate this type of behavior will not occur again this season. The last of Irving's four year deal he signed with the nets in 2019. So basically, um, he did this big grand thing and now he's already walking it back. Nike, uh, um, held up on their release of some apparel line or shoe. So basically, you know, they're hurting him in his pocketbook. And now he's not so uh, uh, bold about this stupid thing. And, uh, and that's good. That's really good. Uh, when asked to respond, Irving did not respond to text messages from team governor, Joe Psy after the controversy began a week ago. So, uh, and so excellent. Uh, he is, 
He is, he's getting in line as well as he should. And probably with his tail between his legs after all of this horse shit that he put everybody through. Curry says when he was on the Celtics, he burned us, said he would say in October and left immediately when June hit. Forced apologies are never sincere. Why even bother? You know why? You know why this matters? It matters because it's being used as a template to show these dumb motherfuckers to shut up. Quit being a fucking idiot. That's what it's doing. You're right. It doesn't mean shit. But you know what? It's embarrassing and humiliating when you have to do that. All right. And that's what they want. So that is good. Uh, Speaking of um, standing up for something, uh, these punk weirdos in Europe continue to super glue their hands to works of art. These people are upset because the planet's getting warm. So they walk up to uh, these fantastic works of art and they put super glue on their hand and then they glue their hands to their, to those. Now, boy, I don't know. I just, I think there's a better way to do this. It says 1.5 degrees Celsius. Um, that is in response to, I guess, how much, Okay, I, I, I'm getting, I'll, I'll get some of this wrong. I'll get to that in a second. But let me just say that the, the idea that these young people are saying you care more about these fine works of art than you do about our planet. So we are going to take super glue, put it on our hands, and glue our hands on there. And I'm like, you know, I think there's got to be a better way to get your point across. Because I think you're just hurting yourself because we never have seen anybody's hand get yanked off once it's stuck to there, okay? And you're going to hurt your hand. I mean, that's a lot of tissue that's going to come off and get stuck to the frame, the picture frame. And I don't think that the people who are, we're never seeing images or videos of these young people and hearing them scream as half their fucking hand is stuck onto the frame. No one's showing that, all right? So I think that these activists are doing the wrong. Some have even taken um, like cans of soup and throwing them on the painting. These very these priceless works of art. <laughs> it's like, look, you're doing this all wrong. If you want to actually do something that's going to be a problem, because those paintings are really are sealed uh, in, in a very uh, um, high level technologically there's they're impervious to the air let alone your can of dinty more stew um so i i don't i don't think that that's doing anything and that, and for god's sake putting your hand with super glue on it is not doing anything to the painting you need to smuggle a sledgehammer into there and you got to put it through that fucking face of the painting this is a uh, priceless Painting by an artist named Goya. All right. If you really want to do some damage, you got to go big or go home. Enough gluing your hands to basketball courts to save the chickens. Enough gluing your hands and chaining yourself to the basketball stanchion to save the chickens. Enough uh, glue on your hand and 
putting it on the painting. The guy who's going to rip you off of the painting doesn't give a shit if he pulls you and your whole hand stays there. It's going to hurt you. So if you really want to, uh, I mean, if you're going to do damage, do damage. Go big or go home or come up with another way to get your point across. And I see everybody in the comments. I see Cole is writing nothing like getting people on our side by pissing everyone off. you got to understand, these. no one listens to these people. I mean, look at these two chicks. I mean, nothing, if you take one look at them, I mean, seriously, you can just smell the vagina through these pictures. These are dirty, gross, hippie, stinky vag women. No one's going to listen to them. All right? So you got to you got to do whatever you can to get someone to listen to you. Now, I think that this is all fair. If they if these stinky vag smelling women are able to get close to the paintings and then do this and the only person that we have to to defend is fucking uh, this this round chick who looks like a pear. I mean, what the fuck is she going to do? She looks like that chick that got hit in the face, the PTA punch in the face when the chick had, uh, Carrie had THC in her system. You know? Security needs to be better. When they see stinky, bad, vag smelling chicks, you need to just kick them in the back and throw them out. All right? And then... If these scumbags are going to actually get even near the paintings, you got to do some real damage. You can't just glue your hand onto there. You got to go big or go home. So the museum needs to do a better job of kicking the ass of these hippies. And these hippies need to do a better job of fucking up these paintings. Everybody's fucking this up. Okay. It needs, you got to, now I don't I think that the museum has a better chance of making an impact though because if they on camera kick one of these chicks ass they're probably not going to be back in the museum. But if these chicks are successful in damaging the painting, does that make the temperature l- lower? No. So I don't know if this is a good thing to do in any way shape or form. This may be completely misguided. But you got to understand where they're coming from. No one listens to them. Last week, the UN recognized the impossibility of keeping us below the limit of 1.5 Celsius set in the 2016 Paris Climate Agreement. We need change now, it wrote on Twitter. So that's what we do. These climate, uh, these countries that are in support of the Paris uh, uh, Climate Accord, they get together and then they throw out a number. And they say, all right, that looks like a good number. What do you want to do now? And they say, let's get some whores. Let's smoke some pot. Let's drink till we can't even see straight. And then we just say that we met. And they go, okay, 1.5 degrees Celsius. How about, no, let's make a 1.6. All right, let's do that. Let's drink. Let's get to the bar. There you go. That's all they're doing. They don't give a shit about anything. Quit lying to yourselves that any of these countries are even doing anything. It's all fucking theater to get so that our works of art aren't destroyed all right that's all that matters the the planet's not going to cool down there's nothing we can do and that's the end of it we need to wrap our minds around it and understand that in a couple hundred years we're all going to be gone anyway for god's sake that is inevitable 
Corey says, China's not doing shit. Go fuck up their art. Yeah, watch what happens to you. Go to China and try one of this, uh, these stunts in their museum. See how well you do. Oh, my God. Wingnut3304 is saying, Eric, scroll up. Dirty fucking hippie. <coughs> I don't even know if I have that nearby. You see, here's the problem. If you tell me to do something and you tell me to scroll up, the moment's gone. It has to pop into my mind, not your mind. If it pops into your mind and then you tell me that's a Kenny trick, you can't do that. The moment's gone. Just accept it. If it happens in the future, it happens in the future. You can't dictate content from a keyboard. doesn't work that way. Okay. Besides. I'm done with the bit. All right. Wingnut says, damn, I tried, Kenny. Yeah, I guarantee it originated with him. Maureen gets it. She says it has to happen organically from my brain, not your brain. Your only job on the show is to enjoy it. Your job is to laugh. I know it's hard, but you can do it. I believe that. The asshole of the day is moments away. Do you have any suggestions as to who could be the asshole of the day? Before I get to that, though, Gift of Life Michigan is reminding you that there's Two things you can do that will make you a hero today. You you can do one of these two things. It doesn't matter. It, the only difference is it matters where you live. If you are within the state of Michigan, I'm asking you to go to this website, golm.org. Golm.org. Takes you 90 seconds. You fill out a form, and then you are a registered donor of your organs. If you are not in the state of Michigan, you go to registerme.org. Same thing. Fill out the form. You are then a register registered donor. The organs that you have in the unlikely event of an untimely passing will save eight lives. Your tissue and corneas will improve the lives of more than 100 others. Please do this. I um, am a media ambassador for my friends at Gift of Life Michigan. They are spectacular. Thank you, thank you, thank you if you've done this in the past. You will feel so good about yourself. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. If you have a small or a medium-sized business with crappy tech, it's time to upgrade. Your employees will love you. Sit down for a 30-minute consultation from my friends at Blue Frost IT. After that chat, you'll find out what you need. Before long, you've got the best technology set up for you from my friends at Blue Frost IT, and then they will become your managed IT service provider in the event that you need any type of uh, updated boots-on-the-ground service for your IT. That costs you just a few bucks a month. BlueFrostIT.com. Their number is 616 200 
8550. And then finally, batting uh, last in the lineup today is Sarah Honda Granville, S E R R A. Sarah Honda Granville. If you're purchasing a brand new car, go to the dealership. If you want a certified pre owned vehicle, go to the dealership. If you want to go to Budget Row, we got one of those too. Go to the dealership. Brand new car. Test drive any new, brand new Honda vehicle. Their entire fleet is there. Test drive it. All right, I'll take it. No, you won't. Why? We don't have it. What are you talking about? That's the way it works. Huh? Haven't you heard? Chips. You then sit down, tell them what you want on the car. A few weeks later, your car shows up exactly as you wanted it. Color, all the options, whatever you choose. Prepped, ready to go. You pick up your car, you go home. Financing, of course, available there. And then, of course, there's certified pre-owned vehicles on the lot, under warranty, like new for you. The largest in the entire state. Hundreds of vehicles at Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. Thank you to them. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Box of Puppies Asshole. Covered a lot of ground today. I couldn't even tell you what I talked about today. This is when I actually do encourage you to help me out. Unlike, hey, babe, scroll up and look at my comment where I told you to play the hippie song. That'll be funny three minutes after your story. (laughs) Oh. Thank you. Ryan Weber. He has given me my asshole of the day. Based on the story about the Patmos Library, the Jamestown Township bigots are the assholes of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. I'll be looking at the election returns, hoping that that millage passed. I would love to have a uh, 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 one of those electronic billboards You tow behind your fucking truck with like two dudes fucking. And it says, congrats, Patmos Library Millage passes and go right through uh, Jamestown Township. That would be great. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the conclusion of the Eric Zane uh, Show podcast. That is my time. I appreciate you being here. Till next time, thank you and good day.